0: Hi, I'm Danny. Hi, I'm Alice. And this is according to us. So, Al, how have you been? I believe this is week
1: like 11, maybe 12 of lockdown. Oh, mate. I've I've lost track. I have no idea. I I barely <laughs> know that it's a Sunday today. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I I mean to be honest, I think everyone's starting to lose track of days a bit. Like at work, people will say on a Wednesday, wait, what day is it today? Or they'll go, oh yeah, so I've got a meeting tomorrow, which is Friday. And then everyone just sort of awkwardly pauses and then goes, mm, no, that's. <laughs> it's thursday tomorrow and <laughs> um, i'm sure that's happening pretty universally across every workplace but yeah, yeah no i'm alright K- keeping plodding on spending lots of time in the garden one thing i have realised is that i am weak when it comes to heat i thought that i was quite sort of sun averse in terms of the fact that i normally just tan i don't really burn and i can withstand yeah. quite high temperatures but no <laughs> i've been like crisping like bacon in the sun over the last couple of weeks and it's only been 23 degrees like i've survived 41 (laughs) degrees before and my body is just not suddenly used to 23 so god knows how i'm gonna survive the rest of the summer because it's just gonna keep getting hotter and hotter i mean
0: even next week apparently it's supposed to be going up to 27
1: so (laughs) oh lord oh dear (laughs) I don't think I can (laughs) handle anything more under 30, (laughs) let alone anything over 30. I had to wear a baseball cap for the first time in my life the other day when I went on a walk just to try and avoid sunstroke.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it is really bad
1: though.
0: Yeah, like like even yesterday I went out um, for a walk and I had such a bad headache uh, just because of the sun. So, yeah, I totally get it. Even though I have been to places that are much hotter than we are right now, it's I, I kind don't of crazy. know what it
1: is. Do you think it's Do you think it's just because we've been inside this whole time that our bodies have forgotten what it's like to be outside? And also, Probably. we've had about six months of winter and like <laughs> rain and cold weather, and now all of the hot weather is happening at once, and we suddenly can't take it. We're having to like recalibrate our bodies to a warmer Britain. Basically. Yeah,
0: no, you're probably right. That's what it is. We've been sheltered for so long. That our body's like outside. Who's she? Like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't know her.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So that is probably what it is. But yeah. our body seems to take action.
1: Yeah. And I'm already having to whip out the sun cream and slather it on. I've got a terrible sunglass tan on my nose. So my <laughs> mum said the other day that I look like a little bear with a little brown nose because that's the only part of my face that's brown and then the rest (laughs) of it is sort of splotchily tanned but it's it's annoying because you can't not wear sunglasses so I don't know what I'm supposed to do am I supposed to get like those little tanning bed sunglasses that don't give you massive rings around your eyes like I I don't know I don't know (laughs) am I just meant to look like an idiot for the rest of the summer (laughs) (laughs) you don't
0: know I mean I recommend Google searching, maybe. <laughs> you might need some
1: new <laughs> yeah, out sure there it's... to help you out. Yeah, I'm sure it's a universal problem. On a conference call for work, I did actually see someone who had rather large sunglass marks, except his face was really red. So, like, oh, no. the contrast of the white, it looked like he was wearing a white mask or something around his eyes. But I think it just tends to look worse on screens and when you're doing like video conferencing mm-hmm. and stuff because the mm-hmm. lighting tends to sort of focus on your face a bit more than if you would sort of naturally lit otherwise in a room when you're seeing people but yeah I, I did feel bad for him and I thought well at least mine like mine could be a lot worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but um, as we are here I mean it the thing is it's such a nice day outside but Let's not not even talk about that right now because we're here and we're here to give you guys all this enjoyment about what we've been doing during lockdown. So we thought let's give our top five movies slash TV shows that have helped us through this time. Giving us the laughs that we've needed instead of the crying that ultimately comes with such a horrible state that we're in right now
1: well you say that actually I have interpreted the brief slightly differently to that I have chosen things that I've been watching and I cannot promise that they will all make you laugh (laughs) some of them are (laughs) slightly depressing so I think your list is going to be a lot happier than mine and I think you also watch quite a lot more films than me so it'll be interesting to compare our lists (laughs)
0: I mean, I've, I've got this whole list that I'm trying to go through at the moment anyway, let alone the stuff that I've been like kind of watching to put me in a good mood, like the throwback thing. So yeah, it's been really yeah. quite a mix of emotions I've been yeah. going through during this quarantine period. But yeah, so Al, let's start off with you. Yeah. What are your top five?
1: Oh, heck. Well, I'm I'm just going to go from the top of things that I've been watching in lockdown. Mm-hmm. I mean... The list is quite long, as you might imagine, after 10 to 11 to 12, I don't know how many weeks it's been (laughs) inside my house. Um, But me and my family have been doing film nights every Friday night, which has been Mm -hmm. quite nice because it means that I've been able to get through a lot of films I have been meaning to watch for a while, but haven't quite got Mm -hmm. around to doing. So within the first couple of weeks, we watched all three of the Matrix films um, we watched all of the Train Spotting films. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we watched? Well, recently we watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is such a bizarre film, but mm-hmm. also very so, yeah. melancholic and thoughtful. And mm-hmm. I don't. I, it's like one of those films that is definitely not for everyone. But yeah. when you watch it, it's quite profound. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it?
0: I have yeah, seen, it has yeah.
1: a brilliant soundtrack as well. Like it, the soundtrack, it just makes you feel, it, it just sort of inflates everything that mm-hmm. you're feeling about it and just sort mm-hmm. of magnifies it tenfold. But yeah, we watched that. My dad fell asleep. Definitely not his <laughs> kind of film. <laughs> um, but my brother was really tickled by it, like especially all the scenes when he's in the kitchen and he's younger and he can't reach the fridge. And, like, like, a lot of it, and when he's in the sink being mm-hmm, washed mm-hmm. by his mum. Like, it, it is a really surreal, bizarre film. But once you get past that, the, the sort of mm-hmm. philosophical questions that it asks are really interesting. Um, so that's definitely been one yeah. I've enjoyed recently. Um, we've also watched all of the – well, we've watched both of the Blade Runner films. Um, and I have to say, okay. I mean, I'm not surprised – Given that the first Blade Runner film was made in the 80s, that it is as dodgy as it is, not in terms of its um, sort of effects and like set design or any of those sort of like features that you notice are are sort of old fashioned in Star Wars and things, but in theme and tone. So obviously, there's that. Have you seen Blade Runner? I haven't, no. Yeah, well, well there, there's this scene which, as a modern viewer, I look at it and mm-hmm. say that is sexual assault without question. Whereas oh, okay, older wow. people see mm-hmm. it see it as sort of like a because well, to give you without try, without spoiling too much, there's a character mm-hmm. that sort of coerces another character into doing things that perhaps. Well, I mean, I think it's very obvious that she doesn't want to do it. And people perceive that as sort of like her hiding her true feelings and like being coy and like exploring her sexuality. And I I looked Mm -hmm. at it and went, that is assault. And Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. it was difficult for my parents who saw it when it first came out and hadn't even thought of that to then see my reaction to it and sort of react to it so viscerally and so like mm-hmm. horribly yeah. um so that was interesting I mean we have a lot of debates in our house and you can really start to <laughs> see the generational divide but then in some ways with the sequel I expected Blade Runner uh, 2049 to be better than that because yeah it's 2017 like things have mm-hmm. changed but the I, I still something that I've been educating my family on recently is how prominent f- naked female bodies are on in film Mm. and cinema and I said once you notice them you see them everywhere and they are Mm -hmm. so unnecessary and so objectifying that like it's just horrifying and though I kept pointing out how many instances in that film are women naked for no reason and they're like naked in adverts and things and you think well Mm -hmm. maybe in sleazy Los Angeles and you know, 29 years time, it really will be like that. But I was just disappointed that they hadn't Mm -hmm. updated a lot of it yeah, thematically for this century because the rest of it was Mm -hmm. amazing. Like I would have given it a solid 10 out of 10 if it weren't for that because the rest of Mm -hmm. it is a straight up masterpiece. Like I'm not surprised Roger Deakins won an Oscar for the cinematography and the story is great as well. But yeah, that, that whole that one aspect completely ruined it for me, mm-hmm. which is a shame. Um, and I yeah, don't know, definitely. I don't know whether that's a result of, well, it probably is a result of too many men in the film industry. <laughs> um, definitely, yeah. And also, I don't know whether they're trying to pander to a sort of a specific kind of audience with that but it just it just seemed very out of place and very jarring and as a woman it's quite upsetting to see because if you grow up your whole life just seeing naked women on screen and that's what you think is normal or also that is all you're good for so yeah mm-hmm. i've i've been using blade runner 1 and 2 as an example of uh female objectification on screen so i suppose in yeah. some ways it's been quite good to be able to educate my family but yeah Mm -hmm. um so yeah we've watched the matrix *Tunnels*, sunshine of the spotless mind all the train spotting um what else have we watched recently oh we got really into race across the world i don't know if you've heard of it it's a bbc series where they basically give uh, i think it's yes yes. it's five pairs You have Mm -hmm. to try and get for in the first series to get from London to Singapore without flying.
0: Mm -hmm. So they give each
1: person the cost of a return airfare, or actually it might just be one way, from London to Singapore, and they have to get there on that budget. And they can work along the way. They can get there by train, taxi. I mean, obviously you wouldn't be able to get a taxi all the way from London to Singapore, but they sort of the idea is is that you use like you, you just can't use planes, but mm-hmm. it's brilliant because they have to reach checkpoints and things, and they and if you're there last, then you can be eradicated. And people make the most amazing comebacks. They like fall two days behind, and then by the next checkpoint, they're a day ahead, and it's just so tense because you literally don't know who's going to win. And we we ended up watching. Uh, We watched it six episodes and we watched it all in three days, which doesn't seem like that much, but we only had one episode left on the last day. So we watched (laughs) five episodes over the course of two nights, um, which is quite a lot of content, but (laughs) it's brilliant. like I can't recommend it enough and uh, hopefully we'll be starting the second series soon, um, which... Again, I think we'll probably finish in a couple of days because we just can't help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's been really good. My granny recommended that one and my sisters watched it and now we've watched it. Um so yeah. And then also on the BBC, obviously we've been watching Killing Eve. Um, so we've only got two episodes left on that, which I imagine we'll get round to watching at some point. But that has been quite addictive as well. We ended up watching two episodes back to back and then we were really annoyed that we had to wait another week for the next one so I, I think with sometimes with shows like that I mean I think they they'd probably do it deliberately to sort of infuriate the audience and make them watch the next one but mm-hmm. I think with that I'm quite glad we've waited until the final episodes aired because it means that we can then just binge it to the end we yes have, exactly we don't mm-hmm. have the agony of waiting <laughs> and it's interesting that a lot of Netflix shows have introduced that um sort of structure because originally I think a lot of it was uh sort of released all in one go with the idea that you can binge it whereas now sometimes they make people wait so like for The Good Place for example which I was really into last year they had to they had breaks between seasons or like between half seasons so they'd split a season in half and then mm-hmm. you still had to wait for a week for each episode. So that was quite infuriating. But, yeah, I suppose, again, it keeps me watching, which <laughs> is the entire point of it. Um, yeah. So then let me just think. Uh, oh, yeah. And then the last thing that we've been... Oh, I've been watching The Crown recently. That's my next Netflix binge. Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to watch uh-huh. that for ages. So I'm halfway for, through the first series of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can only watch that in sort of when I'm feeling in the mood for it. Like yes, the, there's yeah, only I agree. There's only so much royal stuff you can take in one day. And when you look <laughs> at, I know it's sort of like, of obviously troubled things do happen in The Crown, but they seem so far away that when bad things are happening in real life, it just seems so extravagant and unnecessary. And it's definitely made me question the monarchy more because there are so many ridiculous rules and things mm. like I, I felt have you seen it yeah I have I have yeah so in the first series I feel so sorry for um Elizabeth's uncle because he literally mm. just abdicated because he loved his partner and wanted to marry her and just like the the whole divorce rules and then how they resented him after that because they thought that it killed Elizabeth's father quicker from stress Mm -hmm, and the fact mm -hmm. that the crown takes precedence and I I, I just think it's ridiculous really (laughs) so I think uh, the crown has turned me into a staunch republican actually (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it makes for good drama I must admit it does make for good drama and actually you do forget that it's not like you forget that it's real
0: Mm, because it's true.
1: dramatized and because Claire Foy as as a young, well we we don't we, we haven't grown up seeing the Queen young so mm-hmm. it's quite strange to see young Prince Philip and young the like a younger version of the Queen because we only know them in their much much older years um, yeah so yeah I, I do like in the first episode I was like oh I feel weird watching the history of the Queen and then actually by the fifth episode i'm like right i don't i don't care i'm just i'm i'm so yeah, into you're this. Hooked. Yeah. yeah i really am like i watched the first two episodes last year and then never quite got round to watching the rest of them but i made myself keep going this time and yeah actually they are quite addictive and i've <laughs> tried to stop myself googling what happens to characters because then i know it'll ruin it later down yeah the don't do that <laughs> yeah so that's the crown um And then, yeah, the the final thing. Sorry, I've been banging on for long enough. The final thing that I've been watching is Normal People, which I actually watched past tense because I finished it in two days. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a brilliant series. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, there's been a lot of hype on social media about it. Definitely not one to watch with your parents. So if anyone hasn't watched it yet, if you're living at home with your parents, do not, and I repeat, do not watch it with <laughs> people <laughs> have compared it to porn and it's definitely not that far at all like sex is not the main part of the storyline really it's mm. just there's a lot of it in the series yeah so i think it's definitely something you want to watch on your own but yeah i, I would really recommend it mostly for um well I, i'd say actually mostly a for the portrayal of sort of consensual loving sex and and like a healthy way of going about it and then also Mm -hmm. it it talks in great depth about men's mental health about the impact of domestic abuse like it's got some really important themes um and as I said it's only 12 well it's easy to binge it's 12 episodes and they're only half an hour to 20 minutes long so yeah I would really recommend that
0: I will I am gonna get on it I read the book within two days so Wow, you, you read it in
1: two days.
0: Yeah, I was just, I was hooked. Like any spare <laughs> moment I had, I was just reading it. So yeah,
1: props yeah. to you, Sally Rooney. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: She's <laughs> it did take me yeah. a moment to get into the um, the is it? It's not um, what's it called? A oh, present tense it took me a minute yeah. to get into the present tense writing because I mm-hmm. think we're so accustomed to reading past tense. Yeah set novels um but once I got into it and like the fact that there aren't any speech marks as well threw me off at first oh really yeah because I don't think I've ever read a book like that before but you do gradually get into it and I, I think for some people it might be quite I don't know maybe difficult to put together the timeline because things seem to happen very quickly like things get bunched together without like there's big gaps in their lives where mm. she maybe moves on but then in the next chapter goes back and talks about what happened in that gap so
0: mm-hmm. I think some
1: people might find that a little bit strange but again you get used to it as it goes along and, and I'm not surprised he read it in two days really because it is quite an easy fast read it's not a long book but it manages to express so much in that short amount of like that's that short space that yeah, I think it's really worth reading, and it's definitely worth watching,
0: yeah, I can't wait. I've had so many good things about it, not just from you but colleagues from work, and like you said, it was all over the blogs and social media, like of how great it was. So yeah, I'm excited to get into that
1: oh, series. I'm sorry, just one more thing, one very quick plug <laughs> sorry i've I've literally just forgotten, but it's just come to me. I've watched the Mandalorian Baby mm-hmm. Yoda. I love him, that's it, that's all. That's the message, I would die for baby Yoda.
0: <laughs> that's a great message to end on, that's really cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, so, my top five things, or um, top six, depends uh, how, how long... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, mine's like this. top
1: 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, the first one, I'll start with, especially as we were just talking... Uh, Disney Plus with your Mandalorian shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I've been able to watch all of these throwbacks, what I loved when I was younger. And so, it's, it's been a blast really <laughs> <laughs> being able to watch all of these um, shows again. I don't have DVDs too. So, yeah. And so, um, the first thing I watched was the cuter Girls. I forgot how much <laughs> I loved that. I, I had, I have forgotten how much the songs made me smile. Like, and you kind of remember the lyrics as well. You haven't heard of these songs in ages and as soon as it comes on you're remembering the lyrics, you're remembering the dance moves it's it's a ball of a time and also <laughs> the, the unsung hero of the disney channel drew seeley also has a song in cheetah girls 2 and i was like oh my gosh i never realized this before So <laughs> yeah props to him and that was really awesome <laughs> to find out yeah <laughs> and also um national treasure i, <gasps> I love national treasure <laughs> exactly, exactly. How oh, I feel.
1: I, I was going to say that. No, I literally love National Treasure. It's one <laughs> of those films that if I'm in a bad mood or like I like I can just watch National Treasure anytime, any day. Like just just give me Nicolas Cage and what's the guy? What's the Oh, Justin Bartha who plays Yeah, Riley. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, slight yeah. confession here. Is it just me who is slightly attracted to Nicolas Cage and National Treasure?
0: Just for you don't get me wrong i love ben gates but i'm
1: not, not finding him attractive right. no I, I like it's not like a weird like romantic sexual love or like interest it's just like an appreciation for like his no heroics. judging no judging <laughs> like the way he just like swings that fire stick around like the flaming torch and he's, like he's just so confident in his ability i'm like yes ben go off <laughs> <laughs> I can
0: see I can see how you can see him attractive because like you said he's very confident I mean he's the protagonist he's like a history buff and I love history so yeah I could definitely see where you're coming from with that I, I, I can see it I uh, yeah, should no. have taken that Watch to the grave with me <laughs> it's too late now watching <laughs> natural treasure was uh, it was a blast again and I've forgotten again how much I I love those movies like you just put them on and it's like you just transported to when you were a kid and you watched it for the first time and so yeah I, I love that about it yeah and I love that about uh getting Disney plus as well because like, at first I was like I don't know if this is a silly decision to make because I don't know if I'm going to watch that many films but evidently <laughs> I love Disney and <laughs> I'm watching so much of their catalogue. So they got me again. The mouse has got me <laughs> in his trap. But...
1: Yeah, it's the <laughs> other way around. Instead of humans trapping mice, the mouse has trapped the human.
0: Exactly. Oh, Slaves why to Mickey Disney. Mike?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But actually, yeah, me and my brother have watched. We're, we're eventually aiming to do a full Star Wars marathon. So we've watched Rogue One and we've watched both of oh, yeah. them. first two of the prequel series um because i've only seen phantom menace before and i'd forget forgotten like 99 percent of it so we've watched those two (laughs) i see now why everyone says that they're trash (laughs)
0: um
1: (laughs) so we've been watching those so i I think (laughs) so i i think yeah that'll be our next project is sort of a star wars binge um Mm -hmm. But we've really got everything in our house because I have Netflix, we have Amazon Prime Video through my dad's Prime account and then we have Disney Plus through me. So I'm just, I'm coming through on the family entertainment side of things.
0: <laughs> you really are, you really are. Yeah. Talking of Amazon Prime Video, like, I, I wasn't going to mention this, but I have just binge Little Fires Everywhere mm-hmm. and oh my goodness, everyone should kind of check it out. It's got Kerry Washington and mm-hmm. Reese with a spoon at the helm, and I mean, if that doesn't <laughs> clip you in, like claw you and her idea, I don't know what will. Like these two amazing actresses, who, who also produce it as well, which is another amazing feat. Nice. um are, Yeah, exactly. And so, like they're basically running the whole shebang, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, and it's like a, it's about it's, it's kind of just like a small town where lots of shit happens. And, yeah, it, it's really, really interesting. It's a really good look at motherhood, especially because uh, happens during the 90s. Oh, okay. so it's in, Yeah, so it's interesting to see, like, both points of motherhood from um, a rich perspective and then a lower-class perspective. And then also yeah. they infiltrate, like, um, not only with class but with the race as well. And it, it is. It's a really good conversation starter. Um. So, yeah, yeah I would definitely recommend watching that. But... Next on my list was um, Never Have I Ever, which is Mindy Kaling's See? new TV show. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's she's not in it, but she, she wrote it and she produced it. It's about a young 17, I think she's 17 or she's 60, one of those. A young 17 Indian American girl who is basically just in high school, but it's like about her life. It's really, really funny. And, like, oh, to
1: be honest, is that the, the one with the hot Yes, yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I know it's what you're talking about now. Yeah, he is a 10 out of 10.
0: <laughs> Definitely 10. I don't, I don't want to butcher his surname, but his first name is Sandil. And if you just look on any IMDb page, you'll find he was in Heroes. He's been in New Amsterdam. He, he's a man of the TV world. Like, he's been in everything. <laughs> he's one of those actors.
1: So, yeah, yeah. And he
0: is a beautiful man. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, he <laughs> it is, it is that show. It's, it's it's really funny so it's kind of taking me back to when I was a teenager uh, which is quite funny because uh, <laughs> I did definitely do have the life that Debbie uh, the main character has you know that always when I was what these shows was like oh these teenagers had such exciting lives and I was just at home reading books to do my <laughs> homework like I was such that's nerd. how you become
1: successful Danny <laughs>
0: i try to get that empire I am trying but yeah I was just thinking I'm like why like I, I didn't have any of this like going out having like drinks or whatever like none of that it was me reading books and doing homework but yeah, yeah. I'm watching tv though yeah <laughs> so you know it. I, I won't I won't like discourage it it was, it was a great life I'm just saying whenever <laughs> I watch these shows about teenagers I'm just like I oh, wish dear. I could relate <laughs> but I can't really but I get to live vicariously through you which is also a plus that I, <laughs> I'm I i'm winning i'm winning um <laughs> and then i have on my list line of duty uh ah. another bbc shout out yeah so this <laughs> isn't all um fun and games but this show was so gripping like i i can't tell you how much uh mum and me were so like just watching it every week we we started late like honestly we this show's been going on for about I think it was like four years and we have just got on it now because you know we're indoors not much going on <laughs> but I was so glad that we just stopped watching it it's just yeah it's amazing
1: so it's my- about oh uh, no go ahead I oh, no, I was just gonna say my mum has been saying that we should watch it I think my sister watches it but um yeah she's been saying that we should add that to our list next so I'll uh yeah. I'll take on board your recommendation and perhaps that'll <laughs> that'll be our next series after Killing Eve.
0: Definitely. Add it to your list and all I'm gonna say is urgent exit required. Now <laughs> when you get to that bit, you need to like text me, phone because me <laughs> that bit I'm just telling you, that's what I'm gonna say, but yeah. Just remember those three words. <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, so this is a kind of a weird one because especially what's going on right now of America, but I've just watched Black Clansman and it's, oh, actually, yeah. and it's, re- yeah, it's really good. Like a really, really good film. And I, I didn't watch it because of what's going on. It just kind of happened that it was on my list and I was able to um, get a copy of it, but it's quite, it's quite funny to see that. So it, it's a comedy drama. It's, it is very funny. Like hmm. I definitely recommend you watching it because <laughs> some of the jokes in there, you are just cut your, you're like shocked. but you're also like, this is, this is hilarious! Like, well done to the writers. Yeah, uh, that kind of like shock humor, but it's it's done really well. And so, um, yeah, and it's about um this black police officer who infiltrates the KKK. Which I mean, your 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 mind is like, what? Come again? <laughs> exactly. That's what, and it's the true story as well. So uh, it's and it's um it's like I, I I can't even speak right now because I I've just watched it and I'm just still thinking about it and i just like. Props to Spike Lee, and no wonder he won um, yeah. the Oscar for it. But yeah, so uh, and uh, so I watched that, and I'm just thinking about wow, how how we haven't actually come that far with in terms of people displaying um, hate towards Black people. And I was just thinking, like this was this is portrayed in the 60s, the 70s, and then I'm thinking, oh wait, we're in the 2020s right now, and what happened in Minneapolis uh, a week ago, or maybe uh, at the beginning of this week? I'm not too sure. It is, it is five days ago. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, at the beginning of this week, and with George Floyd, it's just abhorrent what's going on, and so it's, yeah. it's crazy to be put into that to that perspective. Really, just seeing how not much has changed, and how we all kind of hope. A better world but
1: we're really like Ugh, we're still stuck in this one and, yeah it, it's sort of the impression yeah. that we've taken a few steps forward when in reality we have taken about six steps backwards um, yeah like yeah I mean I, I don't think much more needs to be said about it people can see how atrocious it is for themselves and all I'm gonna say is if you're white educate yourself and yeah and be an ally. But yeah, I, I yeah. I, that is a very topical it's film true. for um the current climate. But has that got Adam Driver in it?
0: It does have Adam Driver really. yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah. If you're it a fan did. of him, you are you'll like it even more because he's really good in it. So, yeah, if you're if you an uh, Adam Driver fan, fangirl, <laughs>
1: yeah, I do have I to say. I think you are now. Yeah, no, I am. <laughs> I, I do like him in, in the new Star Wars trilogy. You yeah, might be able to tell there's the theme here. It's sort of like tall, dark, little bit funky <laughs> tall <dark-y>. looking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tall, dark, and uh, quirky. I would yeah.
1: Say. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the perfect description. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh Andrew Driver it's so funny the, the amount of like how controversial he is like some people like it's like Marmite isn't it some people like love him it's like, oh my gosh he's so handsome and the other people like what am I not seeing? like I <laughs> he's a great actor but it's like it's just quite funny the yeah again happen. I think
1: it's it's not so much his his actual like physical appearance as much as it's his mannerisms <laughs> Like Nicolas Cage in reality, even in National Treasury, he's like in his 40s and far too old for me. But it's just like that confidence <laughs> and, and that, like he's just like in the last Star Wars yeah. in Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. when he does, yeah. when he's fighting the Knights of Ren and he just does Go that ahead. little shrug like, oh, I don't know what you want, to, want me to do here, fellas. And then just start slashing them. I'm like, yes, that is the kind of attitude I like. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you like the bravado, you love it, you're yeah. all about that. You're yeah, all about the confidence of the
1: flag, I see,
0: I see. God, this is so oh, much more revealing than
1: I expected. <laughs> Trying to do I mean, some like
0: films and TV? Do to you? I mean, that's what it, that's what it does. It shows your true emotions, people. I mean...
1: Should we start oh, doing some deep psychoanalysis? <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, of course. And one yeah. thing I will lastly mention: it's it's I wouldn't say it's anything like a top ten or anything, but Hollywood—it's the new Netflix, Ryan Murphy. Oh, I've, uh, TV I've heard show. of that. Yeah, yeah, and so that's really interesting. Like I, I really did blitz that. I tried to, yeah, I watched it in like within two days, two or three days. Wow. I was just like, "Yep, yeah. yeah, I know, I know." I was like, "I'm going to watch three episodes tonight," and then <laughs> you're on episode five. Like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> so it was kind of like that. So props to him on making a show that I could kind of be like yes I will keep watching Netflix I yeah. am still watching um so that was cool but it and it was about so I guess it's like a once upon a time in a Hollywood situation where it's it's not setting it's kind of got these like um fair, it's got a fairy tale aspect to it like what if Hollywood was like this what if it was progressive it, yeah and it wasn't so, like, what, we, what, we, what we're seeing now and what we're trying to get out of right now. So that was a cool aspect to it. Yeah. There are some things that could have been explored more. Um, and I, I hope they were. I, I wish they were explored more just in terms of some of the um topics they wanted to talk about, like homophobia and race and things like that that they, <clears throat> they put forward. But it wasn't quite done at the stage that I would have liked it to be. But yeah. still, it was amazing, like, the cinematography, the visuals of it, you can tell that... Ryan used to like, however much millions that Netflix <laughs> have given him for this new deal, that like, you can see they've got to good use because visually it was stunning. Like you could see the costumes, the set design, like the the hair, every, everything about it was just like props. props well, to oh, I'll add that to
1: my to my list. Then I'll I'll add that yeah. to the next series I end up watching. Is it just one? It's just one season. It is just one season, yeah. And how many episodes is it? I think it was eight, but then again, it's a blur out. I,
0: it out. I I binged it. I can't I can't tell you how many episodes there were. You blacked out for
1: eight hours and woke up and you'd finished the show.
0: That was it. I, I was up and I was like, "Wait, well, what did I what did I watch you do?" for no, no, If you love old Hollywood and you love that kind of aesthetic and all like the glam and the glitz and the sentimentalism, and that, yeah, then you, you you'll really enjoy it. And all, and then again, the whole what's up a time of, Hollywood aspect of it as well it's, it's, it's cool it's a cool kind of new show that he's done so yeah I okay. hope to see uh what else he brings with this his new Netflix still he has he has a politician then he's had this I'm, I'm intrigued to see what he's got up his sleeve next like yeah. he keeps bringing out these entertaining shows so you know yeah
1: sounds yeah, exciting
0: and... <clears throat> definitely so that is my let's Laugh instead of cry list that we should all, <laughs> all yeah. enjoy. I mean, there are a few kind of tense ones in there, but it's more it's more laughing. I promise you. It, and it, at it's least more you're, you're not are...
1: crying, even if you're feeling <laughs> tense.
0: <laughs> exactly. <You're laughs> like, I must finish the episode. What happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean,
0: Al, is there anything else that you have uh, to to talk about in terms of lockdown and what you hope? to do afterwards or anything
1: um well I'm excited well hopefully I'll be able to use my national trust membership at some point Uh, I mean Mm -hmm. I'm aware that that is a very old woman thing to want (laughs) but I'm very excited like one of my favorite things to do during the summer is to go to national trust places get a a Mm -hmm. nice afternoon tea or something in their cafe um Mm -hmm. go for a walk around the grounds like I mean, terribly middle class. I'm very aware of that. But yeah, I, I'm really, I, yeah, I can't wait for National Chess Places to open up again. And also to be able to go to the cinema. Like I'm really, I, I, like I, I'm quite looking forward to Christopher Nolan's new film, Tenet. That looks amazing. Mm. And that's still on track mm-hmm. for a July release, but I'm not sure I'd necessarily want to risk going to the cinema. So when we can go back. I know. With full safety. That's what I mean.
0: Because mm-hmm. I'm like, Christopher Nolan
1: that film does look
0: really cool and I want to be in your kind of time, loopy, reverse, whatever the heck's going on in that film. But also I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm still not going to be going in any cinemas anytime soon. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I, I would be a shame for for Nolan to lose out on a big box, off, like big box office success because mm. of it. But I mean, if he just if he's happy for the film to get out there and for people to see it I mean also you could argue that it, it, people not as many people might see it because they're not going to the cinema so I don't know I, I think it might mm. be a good idea for them to postpone it like a lot of other films have been mm-hmm. like I remember in um in February or March when they postponed the new James Bond film everyone was like oh, oh yeah that's ridiculous that's such like an early mm-hmm. measure, so unnecessary and now we're like well guess they saw the <laughs> shirkers sure, right
0: exactly as much as I want to see a 007 movie like nah mate I'm not gonna go risk my life to go see James Bond fight some people in Aston Martin like yeah yeah
1: hat. I mean yeah exactly I, I don't think Bond's worth it Bond is not worth dying <laughs> for I don't
0: even know for. if no one is worth it I, I mean I don't I don't yeah. know if Wonder Woman's worth it like I'm just saying release these things on home video I mean, you, you did it with The Irishman. You've done it with Lovebirds, which people should check out. Oh, it's I really, really want to comedy. watch that.
1: That looks really funny.
0: But yeah, it's really, really funny. I recommend Oh, it's so funny. Like, they've done it with all these other things that were going to be put on the the box of it. I mean, they did it with, uh, or they early released um, Birds of Prey uh, oh, yeah. because they knew that there was no point uh, waiting all this time. So, like, as soon as it came out, in the cinemas, it was like on Amazon Prime or yeah. you could buy it at least. So yeah, it's like no, I know you love cinema. You have like this whole ritual of like being in the dark space and like watching <laughs> it and hearing it and surround sound. But dude, come on now, we have Netflix, yeah. we yeah. have Amazon, we have all this. Just release it so the people can pay their good money for you, sir, and see your amazing film. Like it's no brainer, <laughs> no brainer.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I understand. I yeah. very sorry <laughs> so what about <laughs> you
1: what are you gonna be uh looking forward to
0: um i'm gonna be looking forward to filming um my short film like that is once it's safe i can't wait to be on set and get it get it done like it's it's been such a labor of love just getting it to this this point and now actually having people on board and yeah uh, and then not being able to film it in April because of um, the virus, and so having to postpone it—it's just like, ah, oh, all the anticipation and just like the feeling of just want to be out there is—it's uh, it's, going to be really exciting yeah. and it's going to be really cool to, to do well, that. I hope so, yeah, it'll, it'll be even
1: more friendful. satisfying knowing that you've have you've been having <laughs> to wait when it's finally finished.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, and I think to be honest, I think we'll be. Um, better for it, just because we've had more time to kind of sit with the material and think about the visuals and things mm-hmm. like that. So, it, it hopefully is a blessing in disguise. Yeah, uh, most things are. So yeah, hmm. I I, <laughs> I see this one as one too So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, been so nice to to go down uh, memory lane ish with you, but also <laughs> talk about. Uh, the exciting stuff we're really looking forward to and just how much we love film and television like I am always happy to talk to you about that stuff
1: like yeah anytime, yeah yeah me too I feel like <laughs> not many people have quite as big an appreciation for it like I just talk about <laughs> it for hours like symbolism and cinematography and words that people <laughs> and symbolism people have no idea what I'm talking about so yeah always nice to be able to just go off on one about stuff that I enjoy watching <laughs> and um i mean i'm not sure when we're going to
0: be doing another episode but when we have some good ideas we're hop back on online and uh we'll take another one i mean it's so easy kind of doing it now via social distancing slash remote measures okay we've got it down i think
1: yeah yeah fingers crossed (laughs) let's hope that the whole thing doesn't crash now (laughs)
0: all right so i'll see you later according to us it's a girly girls production girly girls is an online platform for women creatives to showcase their voices through their art